Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. His podcast right now, I listen to it on Apple, is Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. This thing is hot, hot, hot. You need to check it out. Major is with us, as usual, on Tuesday afternoon. Major, thank you so much for being here. Great to be with you, John. So we spent part of the show and part of the day today talking about the legacy of Rosalind and Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's still alive at 99 at the funeral today of his beloved wife, Rosalind. Did you ever have the chance to be in the presence of Jimmy Carter? I did have a chance to be in the presence of former President Carter. Never had a chance to chat with him or get to know him. Many of my CBS colleagues, certainly Bob Schieffer and John Dickerson, have. But my most vivid memory, one of my most vivid memories, John, ever at the White House was January 7th, 2009. President Obama had just taken over, or was about to be, he was president-elect, he wasn't president yet. Uh, after the 2008 election, and he has lunch with former President Bush, who was still president then, former President Clinton, H.W. Bush, and Jimmy Carter. And they all, at President Bush's invitation, posed together in the Oval Office. I was a White House reporter then, and on that day, I was the White House Pool Network reporter. So I was in the Oval Office to see all five living presidents, before they went to lunch. That's and remarkable. Yes, it's a, it's a tremendous picture. If you look at the picture, you will see something that I think is consistent with the presidency of Jimmy Carter and the post-presidency of Jimmy Carter. What do I mean by that? You go back, you go online, you can get the pictures. They're all there, easy to find. There's a little bit of distance between Jimmy Carter and the other four presidents. Just a little bit. And... It was true in his post-presidency life, Jimmy Carter wasn't in the president's club in the way that every other former president was. His work at the Carter Center and on behalf behalf of global democracy sometimes put the Carter Center and him at odds with existing U.S. foreign policy. Sometimes he would be a negotiator. Sometimes he would do things or say things that could be mildly, and certainly in the case of former President Trump, highly critical. So he wasn't regarded as as close to the other former presidents as they were to each other. And you can see that in the picture. You can look at the picture. There's H.W., Obama, George W. Bush, and Clinton. And then there's about a half a foot, maybe a full foot of space. You're right. There's Jimmy Carter by himself. And that, I think, is consistent with how he viewed himself in the presidency, how he viewed his post-presidential life, and how the former presidents also viewed themselves and him. That picture says a lot. Never got a chance to discuss this with former President Carter. I know many people who worked in his administration think of him quite fondly. He's still with us. I don't want to talk about him in the past tense. But that day and that moment and that picture, I think, tells you a lot without any words attached to it at all. Really interesting, Major. I I guess I never paid attention to that. My follow-up question to you was going to be that that lunch, it's quite a mix of former presidents, Republican, Democrat. You know what I mean? I, I, exactly. I, I wondered if they and had this, the sense this, of respect and, and for each was other. Organized, it was organized by former President Bush, and it's been said by former President Obama that, a, that W. Bush could not have been more graceful, more accommodating, or more efficient and proficient in the transition of one administration to the next. And this was George W. Bush's, one of his final gestures as president, to bring the formers there and bring the incoming president to sort of give this sense that all the presidents 
see this as a historic moment. President Obama's election was a turning point or could have been a turning point. And W. Bush wanted to not only associate himself, but with the former presidents, the Oval Office, with all this history and all this interest in the new or about to be Obama presidency. And yet there's that thing, that standoffishness between Carter and the rest. So as much as W. was trying to bring everyone together, there was this distance. And it was true in the Oval Office. You see them standing there. And how much are they talking to each other? Well, the four, like the picture shows, are really talking to each other. And there's Carter, kind of by himself. So two of the guys in that picture that you were there for, Major, are in another famous picture of five presidents. Do you recall what that is? I guess it's quiz time for Major Garrett. Uh Oh, oh gosh. Uh, uh, That would have been at... Reagan or Nixon's funeral? It was at the, oh, you're on the right track. It was at the opening of the Reagan Presidential Library, and it's a photo opening of... Opening of the Reagan Presidential Library, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah it's, it's a pretty amazing photo also. It's got Nixon, uh, Bush, Reagan, Carter, and Ford. Okay, there you go. There you go, yes. that 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 That's one for the record books also. What will be Jimmy Carter's uh, legacy? He is still with us. And what what is Rosalind mm-hmm. Carter's legacy? Well, well the, the amazing thing about the Carters... Uh, is not only their actuarial longevity, long, active lives together, but 77 years of marriage. That's an amazing accomplishment for any couple in any circumstance, but particularly one in the crucible of national politics, especially presidential politics, which is a particularly bruising kind of politics, and it can create and manifest all sorts of stresses that can really wear people out and make them still married, but not necessarily altogether together. There's nothing that suggests that the Carters were not altogether together throughout their marriage, before politics, in the crucible of politics, and then in their life after politics, that they genuinely, affectionately loved, trusted, and relied upon one another. And I think inside or outside of politics, that's a phenomenal legacy for any couple to leave behind. I'm going to ask you a question I never thought I would. It's a love story question. So Jimmy Carter and Rosalind, you just mentioned that. I'm looking at the picture of Reagan, famously big love story with Nancy Reagan. Mm-hmm. How difficult, you were with these men and women close in the work sense. How difficult can the office of the presidency be on personal relationships like marriage? Well, I mean, it's not just the presidency, governorships, um, just being an ordinary rank and file member of Congress, being a senator. I've seen it stress and break lots of marriages in Washington. Uh, it's hard. It's, it's a difficult business with all sorts of work stresses, temptations, pressures that create other ways of adapting. And those all can put uh, in tremendous stresses on relationships and can break them apart, just break them in or, or create sort of a cold professional indifference. Doesn't mean you're divorced. But doesn't mean you, doesn't necessarily mean you like each other very much. You sort of tolerate it for either public perception purposes or because it's just more convenient that way. But there's a kind of icy indifference that you can detect and see over the long haul. And that's not, to me, what the Carters ever suggested, radiated, or communicated. And those closest to them, and I've got to know some people at the Carter Center over the years, always talk about that as just sort of a given how much they were truly devoted and enjoyed each other's company and were not broken 
or in any way worn down by the pressures of politics. Major Garrett is CBS's chief Washington correspondent. The Takeout podcast heard here on the weekends on WTMJ. And the big one is Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. Check it out. Everybody's talking about it wherever you listen to your podcast. Major, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Thanks so much, John.